2: Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan snack food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm
0: David Streepy.
2: This week on the show, we'll talk about good and gather buffalo queso, lunch at my parents' basement in Avondale Estates, and try Ocho Coconut Minis.
0: The vegan the podcast about vegan snacking.
2: Got it, got it, got it.
0: What do you think? No, I wasn't correcting you. I had a note. Oh, she got up. I got she up got to get up a pen. Already. I'm
2: going gonna, I'm gonna to write these notes. I should have had a pen from the jump. So the podcast about vegan snacking.
0: Sure. What do you think?
2: I like vegan snacks or vegan snacking. Vegan
0: snacking I like because it's a gerund.
2: Yeah, I like it.
0: Is it a gerund?
2: Yeah, snacking.
0: Saying gerund makes you think of Gerald from Kim's Convenience.
2: Wait, no, I guess it's a verb. Because a ger- isn't a gerund an ing with the, that's a, a noun? A snack saying. is a noun. No, but the the, S-
0: the snacking, the gerund turns it like, into a verb.
2: Like quickening would be like the quickening. That's a gerund, right? Maybe not. I grammar Twitter, right. get at us.
0: I'm not waiting for grammar Twitter to discover this. What's they're gonna have bigger issues. Like once <laughs> they're in, they're gonna be like, and you do everything else wrong too. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with gerund. It's a gerund.
2: I agree with you. After reading what a gerund is and then trying to understand that, I, mm-hmm. I, I understand snacking to be a gerund in this context. Because
0: snack by itself is not a verb. Mm-hmm. Is it? Snack on this. I feel like I've heard that in a commercial.
2: Yeah, I'm going to snack on some potato hey, chips. Hey, kids, snack on this. Yeah. That's Gushers. A- Gushers
0: and then a tidal wave comes in
2: remember when we ate those gushers yeah oh those were good
0: why don't we get more what happened to the rest of them did we finish them i don't think we finished them
2: i don't know they're probably in that like secret candy stash that the kid found the other day that we forgot about
0: there's like several
3: Mm -hmm.
2: we have candy stashed all over the house for some reason it's not like we're even hiding it it's just like we have a storage problem We're
0: we're like fairy tale candy gnomes (laughs) We have treasure troves of candy all over our house. Yeah. I don't think that's so bad.
2: No, I don't either. I
0: got a bag of Sour Patch Kids for my Dungeons and Dragons group when we met last weekend. And I got it along with a bunch of other snacks. And everything was a hit, but we didn't get around to eating the Sour Patch Kids. So I got to bring home an unopened bag of Sour Patch Kids and open it and eat the bag myself. And it was like a a huge size fat. I had mouth ulcers <laughs> for the whole week. I'm still recovering.
2: Are there still Sour Patch uh-huh. Kids in the... Ooh.
0: There are a lot. That- Again, snack gnomes, candy gnomes, they're all over the house. There are Sour Patch Kid open Sour Patch Kid containers all over the house.
2: <laughs> they're in the walls. And I
0: really. wonder why we have bugs.
2: <laughs> oh.
0: You, I'm going to just indict you in- in- on the air right now. Okay. We had a date night last night. The kid had a sleepover. I hit the table. I'm sorry. It's I'm okay. sorry. I'd like to publicly apologize for hitting the table.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Dave.
0: So I thought that she was tooting. But it's a <laughs> lawnmower outside. <So laughs> She's, late,
2: she The she that we're referring to is Jenna, yeah. who's snoring right over there. You could probably hear I'm her. I'm not
0: indicting you. For, I wouldn't indict you for tooting on the air. <laughs> I know, but
2: you also wouldn't call me she. That would be weird. So I was explaining to the listener. Okay. Listener,
0: tweet at us if you needed that explanation (laughs) or if you got it. So we were up late last night and we ordered late delivery from Surin of Thailand.
2: Mm-hmm. From CERN, we ordered delivery at ten. Wait, ten thirty.
0: It delivered at ten thirty p.m. Yeah, of sticky rice. Sticky
2: <laughs> rice, because on the menu there's a typo and they put two eyes in sticky rice, so we call it sticky rice, and it is sticky.
0: So we unpacked and made, you know made our dishes and then put the leftovers in the refrigerator like you do when you get delivery. And I woke up this morning, and there was a bag by the front door on the inside part of by the front door that had food containers in it. <laughs>
2: It wasn't. That by you the, had placed. I didn't place it there last night. It was on the kitchen counter last night. I moved well, worse. it there this morning so I wouldn't forget to bring it to the outside trash.
0: I I thought it had been taken care of. <laughs> is my point? Because <laughs> sometimes we get creepy crawlies in the house. We do. And when there's things like that happening,
2: it's not a mystery. It's not.
0: Yeah, it's not a surprise that that they do that. That they hang out waiting because they know that that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, big me. yawn. Okay, I'm
2: tired today. It's yeah,
0: pretty boring intro. Oh. <laughs> we're off to a boring start if we're talking about bugs, uh, leftover bags of of leftover food mm-hmm. by the door, and Jaren's real exciting start <laughs> to the episode.
2: Just just hit the ground running with talking tofu, the There's, grammar podcast. Before
0: we move on, though, is there anything you'd like to say? I'm sorry. Go on.
2: All I can be is sorry. Oh,
0: don't do don't go severance <laughs> on me. What a show. What a show.
2: God, what a show. Wow. We watched the finale and by the end of the finale, Dave and I were just screaming. We were screaming at the TV. Yeah.
0: What's what's new? What's new and how are you? What's new and how are you?
2: I'm good. I uh for my birthday asked for roller skates. Uh-huh. And so for my birthday, I received a piece of paper that said, you get to get roller skates. Because Dave wanted me to, there's a lot of options. And also Dave didn't know what size shoe to choose. It's a lot. And so um, I got to shop for roller skates and I ordered a pair. If anyone is looking for roller skates, I found them on Target, not in the store, but online. They have a lot of roller skates that are leather free. Mm -hmm. um, And they're gorgeous. Uh, Like there were so many gorgeous ones I had a hard time choosing, but I ended up getting some that were black, but they have a lot of pink and teal on them. Mm. They are beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I posted to Instagram stories a picture of my skates and said, hey, Atlanta, who wants to skate? And y'all, I am going to be skating a lot this spring. A lot of people were like, yes, let's skate. I can't wait. Also, a good friend of mine texted me the next day and was like, I literally ordered roller skates yesterday before seeing your story. Wow. <laughs> so we're going to roller skate when her skates arrive. Anyway, my skates came, but then it proceeded to like rain a whole bunch. So I have only worn them for five minutes on the porch, which really freaked our kid out. He mm. was like, take them off.
0: What made you want us roller skate? This, I'm going to ask this question and then I'm going to ask a broader question.
2: Okay. Well, when I was uh, in middle school... I ice skated a lot. I took lessons and I learned how to do jumps and spins and stuff. And I would go ice skating almost every weekend with my friends. My friends were all ice skating people too. And we would zoom around the thing and we would practice our jumps and our spins. And it was really fun. And then high school came and I decided I was, uh, didn't want to dedicate the time. Uh, I was more interested in doing teen stuff
3: Like what?
2: I don't know. Getting into trouble, (laughs) and (laughs) I needed all my time free to get into trouble, and so uh, I stopped ice skating. And then, um, a few times, like in my twenties and thirties, I had gone roller skating and always been like, "This is so fun," and I miss zooming. Hmm. But then, never did anything about it. And then this, uh, this December. I went ice skating with the kid mm-hmm. and a friend of his and the friend's mom, who is a good okay. friend of mine. Right. And it was really fun. And I zoomed around the rink uh-huh. and it was really fun. And I thought, I miss this a lot and I want to do it again. But ice skating in Atlanta is very hard to attain. You can really... Th- there aren't any rinks, really. But Did you Roland, say it was hard to attain? Yeah. Like that a, wasn't, that like was a, a weird use of a that word. <laughs> a
0: wizard's map?
2: Yeah. Okay. It's like a wizard's map. Yeah,
0: okay.
2: <laughs> um, but you can roller skate anywhere. There's lots of paths and trails around here. I wouldn't roller skate like on our street because our sidewalk is a nightmare and I would immediately fall.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Even if I was very good. Anyway, I feel like roller skating is close enough. Mm-hmm. Like it translates. I've discovered that it does because of the times I've been four wheel. Skating.
0: Okay. So you're getting four wheel.
2: Yeah. I got the four wheel, like not a, not in line, but right. other kind. Um, And, uh, and so I thought I'll ask for skates for my birthday. Yeah. And I did. And I'm going to. And you got them. And I'm so excited. Congrats. To skate. Yeah. I'm making plans. I've been working on plans with a friend uh, this afternoon, not to go this oh. after. I might go after we record, Whoa. but I'm by myself or bring the kid. Whoa. Maybe. I don't know.
0: Well, I hope that all your roller skate dreams come true. It seems like you're on the right track.
2: Yeah, I also uh, bought pads because... Yeah, um, that's important. I anticipate falling a lot. Yeah. Especially because the thing... I'm I'm fine at going. I mean, I can't do anything special. Just go. Mm-hmm. But I'm not... And I can, like, go around a corner unless it's a sharp, but you know why. Yeah. Like, I can do basic staying up on the... But stopping at a skating rink... big one. I would just aim at a wall. Yeah. But in life, yeah. that seems not safe.
0: What do you have to do to stop? You have to like turn, right?
2: There's a little toe break on the toe you put.
0: Are you sure? Yeah. I thought those were emergencies for emergencies.
2: I need to learn all that. You
0: should look at, you should watch a video. How to stop mm-hmm. on roller skates. Yeah. I got a one wheel before, right before the pandemic. And it was, a one wheel is like a, uh electronic uh unicycle not unicycle, but it's like a skateboard, but there's one wheel in the middle, which is why it's called a one wheel. And you there's pedals on each side, and the pressure you put on the pedals like determines which direction it goes and how fast it goes. And like you you put pressure on one end of it to like turn and stuff like that. And I had to wear pads too. And I was starting to make progress with it. But then the pandemic hit and I was like, well I'm not gonna break a leg and go to the ER now. During a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I put it in the closet until the pandemic was over. And now the pandemic's over and I got to get back on it.
2: Yeah. I also,
0: like, I'm not a young man.
2: I don't know that I'd say the pandemic's over.
0: Yeah. Okay. it's not, You know what I mean, though? Yeah.
2: It's... It- I'm sorry, emergency. if you're anybody waiting. was waiting
0: <laughs> for me to <laughs> declare the pandemic over, Headline. I'm sorry that I gave you the wrong impression.
2: Talking Tofu declares pandemic over. Now that everybody's
0: over. acting like the pandemic is over, yeah. how about that? Yeah. We ate indoors multiple times this weekend. We sure did. Yeah.
2: We sure did. We did. We did.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That's not the point that I was making.
2: The point you were making was that you're ready to break a leg again. Your point is that doing stuff that's a little unsafe is...
3: Maybe
0: it's time for a little risk again.
2: Yes, because you're not waiting like two hours to get turned away from the ER right. or whatever nightmare scenario.
0: Right. You're not risking a high level of exposure by getting hurt and getting treated for that injury. That too. That was more my concern.
2: Yeah a lot of reasons
0: like that's where a lot of sick people are is at the er yeah so i want to do things to avoid going to that place Mm -hmm. and catching that
2: yeah that's good that's a good plan i can't tell if you're patronizing i'm agreeing with you no i am Ah!
0: the vegan patronizing podcast the podcast (laughs) about vegan patronizing
2: the podcast where vegans patronize each other well that sounds like the podcast where where the vegans are
0: married (laughs)
3: Oh, good, good, good.
0: Well, that's marriage.
2: That it is.
0: Let's dial this energy up. Come on.
2: All right, all right, come all right.
0: on. Come on. Should we
2: recommend a podcast?
0: So that means we don't have a review. Oh well. Nobody's usurped Mr. Pinkphone yet. It's a good question. I like how we always check.
2: I just assumed that no one had, but why would I? Let's let's think positive.
0: Mr. Pinkphone still sits on top.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I... Gosh, I don't know which of these I've read.
0: I know. Just list them for me and I'll tell you.
2: On the media? No. Okay. On the media. Oh, this is a long one. No, it's not that long. Okay. Uh, so this is On the Media. It's a WNYC podcast. Uh, I like to get my news kind of indirectly from either podcasts that share, like, headlines or, like, podcasts that uh, take deep dives on certain things I just can't handle everything hitting my brain all the time. It's but you still good.
0: you still do mags. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's of podcasts that indirectly talk about the news and Newsmax are your two sources. Everyone just... You, can call, you don't have to... Just so you know... Everybody just, knows. Everybody I need, knows.
2: I need them to know. Everybody knows. <laughs> okay. That's why it's such... A good joke?
3: All right.
2: Okay, so uh, anyway, uh, I love On The Media, and I guess my review tells you why. The headline is, a thoughtful look at the news. Oh, five stars, obviously, because I'm not a monster. I love how On The Media looks not just at the week's top stories, but analyzes how they're being reported and digs into what's below the surface. One of my faves it is. Uh, They have a mini that comes out midweek, which sometimes I listen to, sometimes I don't, but they're... Like the big, they call it like the big episode, the long episode. It comes out, it's just an hour, but it comes out on Fridays. And it's one of my weekend listens. I always try to listen. It's just, it's got that soothing public radio Mm. vibe. And then the way that the host, Brooke Gladstone, analyzes the news is just very like matter of fact. And I just, I love it.
0: I think we should normalize making an hour, a quote unquote long episode. (laughs) Yeah. Just in the podcasting world. You know,
2: yeah, I feel like an hour is good
0: because then it makes us look like we're working harder. Oh, I see. And we can more realistically shoot for 37 minutes
2: mm-hmm.
0: and not feel like we're trying to get away with something. <laughs> yeah. How far on are we at this point?
2: I I don't know. It doesn't tell me that we're like 15 minutes,
0: 15 minutes So 22 minutes to go. Right. We're doing great.
2: We're doing awesome.
0: Dave. Okay, great. Well, you are trying to crash us into talking Tony's already.
2: This is the next segment. You
0: still are trying to rush me. I'm not trying. A little bit. You're trying to rush. You're trying to get to that 37 too. You got plans. You're gonna go roller skating. I think I am. Whoa. We'll see. Just make a decision. I'm gonna go. Okay. Hey, speaking of fairy tale gnomes. um, this, oh, sorry, this is Talking to, this is Talking to News. It's a, <laughs> it's
2: a segment of the I'm show. I'm not
0: looking at, I'm not looking at you anymore. It's a segment <laughs> of the show of Talking tofu where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news and I present it and we talk a little bit about it. And this one is from the BBC, the British Broadcast Corporation, I think. Is that what they're called? Is that what it is?
2: I think so. Okay. Or broadcasting maybe, but close enough. All right. Something like that.
0: Uh, This one is BBC Travel and 21st of March, 2022. So it's been out there for a minute. But hey, there's a new source for us, you know? I Mm -hmm. wanted to lean into that. And uh, also, uh, this one is not really about something specific. (laughs) Okay. So it's about Tubingen. Tubingen, Europe's fiercely vegan fairy tale city oh right there here's how it's
2: oh t- t-u tubingen. tubingen sure sure i your guess is sorry right. i'm sorry people of tubingen
0: located in a german region named for its frugality tubingen is known for its fiercely green reputation where veganism and environmental friendliness are the default setting mm.
2: whoa right I love when people actually make the connection between veganism and the environment, like environmentalists. Right? Being real. Yeah, I love it. Go on.
0: Um, City is built around the almost perfectly preserved old town with its cobbled alleyways, old timbered houses, and rippling canals. The river Neckar flows through the city center, forming a little island, the neck which is covered with blossoms in the spring and shines golden in autumn. In Tubin... Tubingen, there are self-governed housing initiatives where cooking and grocery shopping is organized collectively and is mostly vegan. Explained Jenny Broder, who has been living in Tubingen for twelve years and works at the university. The people running and living in these housings are often politically active, cultivate an awareness for social and ecological topics, and contribute to the cultural scene by organizing concerts, lectures, festivals, and parties. The food offered at these events is usually vegan too. In fact, a lot of the people I've met since moving here are vegetarian or vegan, and it's common to ask if someone eats meat as it is to ask if they have allergies. Tubingen is all is even an official participant in Veganuary, the annual challenge that encourages people to go vegan for the month of January.
2: That is so cool. Let's move there.
0: Well, let's visit there.
2: Yeah, first I don't, that. you don't
0: just move. Sure. But some of these uh, pictures are very pretty. You know, but you know as well as anybody. That the camera can can sometimes present a skewed image, right? Yeah, the camera can be selective in what it and rep- what it shows you. Sure, right? Yeah. So, for sure, a picture is worth a thousand words, but the book may be longer than that, right?
2: Wow,
0: right? Deep, yeah, profound. Uh, but it does look like something out of the world showcase it, it, <laughs> it really looks very does clean.
2: it looks like it was just scooped up out of epcot
0: yeah yep the ooh, hold on there's a ooh. i'm gonna i'm gonna butcher this Verpackenstur, the packaging tax imposes an extra payment of 50 cents on any disposable packaging from coffee cups to ice cream bowls to metal to meal plates In addition, all disposable cutlery like forks, knives, and spoons cost 20 cents extra. Even pizza boxes and the foil around a takeaway falafel are taxed. Regardless of whether they're made from sustainable or recycled material, anything that is one-time use will be costlier, based on the principle that non-production is better than future recycling or disposal. The tax is already off to an encouraging start. The first few weeks resulted in 15% less waste in the city's rubbish bins. The number is only set to rise as more people get in the habit of bringing their own cutlery and restaurants start providing reusable dishes. And, of course, McDonald's is suing the city over the
2: tax. (laughs) Of course they are.
0: Um, McDonald's claims it's hard to customize solutions for one city when it's supplying 1500 across the country germany
2: why would they be in this vegan town anyway get out of there yep is the city like we don't want your money just leave (laughs) just go
0: the case was being heard in march 2022 so there's probably an update somewhere out there so any towheads living in tubingen uh reach out and let us know how we got the name wrong specifically how we got the name wrong what the packaging tax is actually called and whether that lawsuit worked out. Uh, but there's a lot going on here. So, you know, give these guys the click. Yeah. You know, I can't read this article for you.
2: BBC Travel doesn't need the click probably in the way that Veg News does. What?
0: Tubingen needs do. the click.
2: Tubingen give Tubingen the click. They deserve the click. Yeah. Yeah.
0: While you are at it. Go over to Veg News and give Anna the click too. Give Anna the Give click. Anna another click just for us.
2: Give Anna those clicks everybody. Yeah, yeah. She basically supports this podcast she's, without even knowing it. She's not
0: on social media. I tried to reach out to her to let her know that we talk to her, talk about her every week or talk up her articles every week.
2: Yeah. But, I
0: mean she's on but she's not like active.
2: Oh. Anna, yeah. get on social media so that we uh, can bother you. Yeah. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah. Doesn't that sound like something you want to do? Yeah. Do it for us, Anna.
0: Nevertheless, the example of Tubingen shows that paving the way for a greener planet can be achieved on a small scale, proving that small can be powerful, beautiful, and inspirational.
1: (station) This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. You can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com.
0: Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. All right, now to pivot to a large company.
2: <laughs> a large a company. A large
0: corporation.
2: That sells products in single-use plastic. Yeah,
0: that is nearly insistent on giving you a plastic bag for every item that you purchased. That's right, we're talking about Target.
2: We sure are. Y'all, we live near a Target, we go there a lot. Yeah. it we It's a half a mile away. Not even, it's like a quarter mile away.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some can- would characterize it as an adventure to go there. But others of us are a little more realistic about the distance.
2: I call it an adventure if it's nice weather and we walk. Okay.
0: Well, we got we got a new dip from there this week. I got a new dip from there. Yeah, you I don't know did. why I'm looping you in on my victory.
2: Yeah, I yeah. wasn't involved. I didn't even know this was in the fridge until you opened it. And yeah. You were like, I'm going to eat this. And
0: I got it weeks ago. It just sat there in the fridge. Oh, my god. Unremarked. You didn't even remark on it.
2: I didn't usually even
0: know I, I hide little nuggets in the fridge for you to discover and be delighted
2: <laughs> I didn't, and then even be like, it. what did you do? What do you want this happen?
0: You know, because I feel feel like that's spice up your day. And maybe,
2: it does. But yeah. I just I didn't even see this. I was thought it was another hummus. Probably. I think
0: you like our child are so numb to surprises and delights that these are just part of your day
2: now. <laughs> that's not true. I probably just thought it was another hummus because it's a hummus container. It's the same okay. size and shape as a just hummus,
0: another hummus. just another hummus just another hummus dot
2: com just another hummus dot
0: com yeah well this is not just another hummus dot com this is this is not it's not Mm-mm. it's a dip it is it's a dip it's a dip like the everything dip like the sour cream and onion dip like the what was the other one taco nacho taco taco, taco mm-hmm. nacho taco taco nacho taco the queso the one that we made the combos with taco nacho it was like a nacho taco thing
2: it was non-dairy pizza dip and spread everything everything bagel dip and spread and french onion nothing taco or nacho about it.
0: pizza's kind of like if a taco met a nacho that's what they would go out for.
2: Yeah, they probably Yes. Would. Because wouldn't everybody just go for pizza? Not you. No,
0: not you me. don't like pizza.
2: I don't not like pizza. I just if there's another you
0: fall back to this couch when it is convenient for you to do so.
2: I'll eat pizza. Wow,
0: thank you so much. <laughs> pizza, thanks you.
2: It's just not my first choice. If there's another option, if across the street from a pizza place is a place with something I want more.
0: You go there and bring it to the pizza place. Yeah. This is a real example. <laughs> I got very hot on the mic when I said... You
2: did. That. We Well, normally we eat outside at that pizza place, and so okay. it's not You can so. say
3: the name. <laughs>
0: Junior's, Junior's Pizza.
2: I like Junior's Pizza. It's amazing pizza. But, but across the street is Maypole, which does like delicious veggie bowls, and I like a veggie bowl more than I like pizza. Yeah. And so... and And... Y'all don't get excited about Maple, and so that way I can have the thing that I like. I get more. a little.
0: I get excited about Maple.
2: I can't rally you guys to go to Maypole. No, but if it's I, close to Junior. But if I say Juniors, there's chanting. We're it's like we're already out the door. It's true, right? That's so. Anyway, I get it's
0: asked. a it's a it's a location thing, though.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: If there was no Maple there, would you eat the pizza? Yeah,
2: <laughs> I like the pizza. <laughs> their spinach, Junior's spinach, is really good on their pizza. Yeah. It's like little lumps of like roasted. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's really good. Okay. Would that I could get a big bowl of that spinach. I think I'd like it. Anyway. Really?
0: You just want a big bowl of that spinach?
2: It's a little salty, I think, to eat that way. It would be too oh, too salty. You got to have
0: something else. What'd you put on top of that?
2: They're meatballs that they make. Okay. I don't know. Look, I like the toppings. Their toppings are great.
0: So it's the pizza you don't like?
2: I just don't love Bread. <laughs> We know this about me. It's pizza stars bread.
0: Yeah, and sauce. And you're you're a saucer.
2: I'm a sauce queen, and they do have good sauce. Yeah. it's just I don't love bread, and it's that's a bread thing. All right, it's just not okay. my favorite. I'd rather have food that tastes like stuff.
3: Wow,
0: you just just when I think it's been put to bed, you like I'm sound another about, air horn.
2: I'm talking about bread. Bread doesn't taste like stuff. Okay. Unless it's seasoned a whole lot but that's not what that's pizza, everything but that's not what pizza is about it's just bread and then there's this- pizza is not just bread.
0: pizza is literally about what you put on the bread It's just, about the sauce and just, the cheese and the <laughs> toppings and then you shake stuff on top of that <laughs> nobody guess. eats just the bread that's an argument for crusts
2: yeah I guess I definitely don't like I know pizza. you don't
0: like crusts. But you're not describing a pizza like it's just one big crust.
2: But if I could just get a bowl of the toppings, I would prefer that. And that is what's across the street at Maple.
0: Okay. All right. I don't think that Maple is serving pizza toppings. <laughs> Make your own plates of pizza toppings. I don't know if Maple would appreciate being characterized like that. Plates-a? Plates of? Plates <laughs> of. So I get All right. So it's pizza sauce. <laughs> pizza dip.
2: No, not what we ate, though.
0: No, I know. I know. Yes, it's pizza I dip know. that I we was...
2: dipped pretzels and it tasted like combos.
0: So this is an additional sauce mm-hmm. dip. To those three dips. Yes. That's all I was trying to say. And I'm now hot on the mic again. I'm going to back
2: up. It's an addition to that Good and Gather yeah. line of plant-based dips. Yeah. And it's cashew-based. So
0: I got it, thought you'd be delighted about it. Radio silence for a few weeks. And then I finally <laughs> opened it up and started digging in. We been in... I,
2: I got excited as soon as you brought it up. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know it was in the house. You busted it open a couple nights ago.
0: Yeah, we're in kind of a um a dip drought right now
2: we are we haven't had a lot of dips around it's been a bummer
0: yeah yeah so it took so then i finally was like well this there there will be no fanfare for this so it's time to open it up and then and i was like da, da, da. that's exactly what you were like mm-hmm. you poked your head in the second that i uh, pulled the wrapper off the single use wrapper off of the top of the dip
2: threw it right in the trash." You said, huh? <laughs>
0: And we had, what did I dip in it? I dipped some Triscuits in it. I dipped some pretzels in it. I, what else? Did I dip anything else in there? Pita
2: chips? No, I didn't
0: do pita chips.
2: I dipped pita chips.
0: Are you sure? You did Triscuits. Oh, yeah, maybe I did do Triscuits. Yeah. I did do Triscuits. Yeah, I was there. Um, what did you think?
2: Um, let me pull up my notes. I had like nuanced thoughts on this one, I think. Um,
0: Let's talk about what's in it first.
2: Yeah, okay. So I put on the ingredients because I felt like it had a very unique texture and I felt like we would need to discuss the ingredients to discuss the texture. So it's cashew-based, but there's also the thickeners I'm seeing in this ingredients list are cornstarch and then guar gum and xanthan gum. This definitely had in I was thickened with gums texture
0: Mm, i don't know what that means
2: it's a very specific texture sometimes i find it unpleasant with this dip i didn't but it's just it's like a creaminess that feels not real (laughs) to Mm. me it feels like a little bit fake Hmm. i feel like if and in this case it was i feel like it didn't ruin it for me but sometimes if a company's Especially, I feel like if they're trying to keep something like low fat or lower calories, Mm -hmm. they'll thicken things with gums Mm -hmm. so they don't have to thicken them with things that contain fat or calories. Got it. And in that case, sometimes that can push it to a texture where I'm like, this is weird in my mouth and Mm -hmm. I don't want it in here. Gotcha. This one didn't go that far. Mm -hmm. I felt like this had a creamy texture where I could tell that they used gums, Mm -hmm. but it didn't bother me. Mm -hmm. I was just like, they used gums to thicken this. Um, I described it as a unique fluffy texture. It was like kind of fluffy.
0: Yeah, I I got that too. Yeah.
2: Um, but I really like the spicy tangy buffalo flavor of this a lot. It was great on a triscuit. I think it would be great on a tortilla chip. I think it would be great also on um, a pita chip, which is maybe why I thought mm. I used pita chips with this. But you're right, I didn't. Yeah, you, um, did. I you didn't. I used a triscuit. I didn't get a cheesy flavor from this at all. Mm. I got the buffalo flavor was just so strong, which for me, awesome. Yeah. Um, But if you prefer, it depends on the balance of cheese to buffalo. If you want it to be mostly buffalo with like the cheese as the texture, Mm -hmm. this dip is great. If you want to taste the cheese, you're not going to, or at least I didn't taste anything cheesy. What, uh, What about you?
0: I thought the texture was fluffy and floppy.
2: Fluffy and floppy.
0: It flopped off of my pretzel or my Triscuit, and I had to chase after it a couple of times.
2: Yes, it was floppy.
0: But So it was like, it was together enough to fall. Yeah. But I was able to catch it and chase it because it was pretty, it didn't have anywhere to go because it was a small plate. So yeah. I was able to, to chase after it.
2: It tried um, to escape you?
0: Well, it did, it wasn't trying to do it. It was just the way gravity was doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I had to be like, get back here. You're you're here to be eaten. And um I feel like I I forgot that it was a cheese dip, so I guess I didn't taste the cheese either. But I feel like Buffalo is uh like a buffalo flavor is like a vinegary spice, right? Mm-hmm the taste of this dip was a journey in two parts. It was a vinegar leg of the journey. And then there was a spicy leg of the journey. They were not happening at the same time for me. I was getting a very vinegary vibe up front and kind of being like, and then the heat would come in on the back half and the heat would be what enticed me to take another dip of the dip because I enjoyed the heat so much mm-hmm. but then I'd take that another dip of the dip and I'd go through the same journey again the vinegar and then I'd get the, the heat
2: huh so you wanted heat that would hit you sooner I,
0: I just wanted the balance I wanted yeah. the heat wasn't particularly vinegary either so I got the vinegar first and then the vinegar wore off and and opened the door to the heat right I just wanted it together which is what that's the promise of buffalo sauce
2: huh yeah you're right it does hit you together, kind of in the middle of the tongue.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Sp- unrelated. Yeah. On our date last night, we went to dead-end drinks, and we got pickled green tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And those had an unexpected heat to them that was so delightful.
2: Yes. They were spicy, but also they had like a clove flavor to them, which mm-hmm. I don't always like a very clovey pickle. But these, it was nice and balanced, and because uh, green Tomatoes are kind of tart. Mm-hmm. It, it just worked really it's well. So
0: good. Anyway. So I didn't hate this sauce, but I, I had a weird experience with it. Yeah. Both times.
2: I yeah, I wouldn't get this again. I felt like the good foods buffalo dip is better texture wise and flavor wise. Oh. And then I make a buffalo dip.
0: Oh, okay.
2: That um is meant basically meant to be like an allergy-friendly version of the Mm. good food. Oh, no, it's almond. Sorry. I have another, Mm. I have a sunflower dip that's something else. Mm. But the I have a buffalo almond dip that I actually like more than.
0: And it's probably good for like a shellfish allergy. Yes. Right? Yes. So. There you go. If you have a shellfish allergy and you're vegan, Mm -hmm. you're probably fine anyway. Yeah. But then here's a dip that specifically <laughs> <laughs> works for, for your allergy. Yeah. Going back to the dip that we're talking about on yeah, the show sorry. this week. Sorry, everybody. Do you want to drop the link to, to your buffalo dip? Oh, it'll be in the oh, show notes. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> uh, on a scale of zero to ten, jerons. Not Gerald's from mm-hmm. Ken's Convenience. Yeah. Jerons. Yeah. What do you give? The queso dip.
2: This is giving me... And then give it
0: an overall buffle yes or buffle no.
2: Okay, this is giving me a three buffle no.
3: Whoa!
2: Yeah, the texture, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like... I didn't find the texture unpleasant, but I also feel like there are so many dips out there that are doing it better. And I also feel like in their own good and gather line, they're doing it better. Hmm. Like other varieties. I didn't find... Just
0: one them. other variety.
2: No, they have three others that we tried.
0: But there, only one of those did we like.
2: Mm-hmm. The pizza one was right. really good.
0: Yeah. The pizza one I've kind of soured on since our episode.
2: Oh, no. Yeah. But... Um, it's good at
0: the compost. It's good as that. Yeah. Making bootleg combos. That's but what it's for. That's all it's for, yeah. Yeah. It would not go into gin because it's a single use dip. Yeah.
2: What about you, Buffalo? Yes, Buffalo, no.
0: I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10, Jerens. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is I feel like it works in a pinch as a dip, which you don't want to be in a pinch with a dip. It's not like a dip is a mandatory part of your day you know dip emergencies
2: are rare yeah
0: yeah, but it works it's fine but the idea i had was using it as a spread and a sandwich and i think it could be really effective as a spread and a sandwich and so through that lens and seeing the premise and the promise i would i would declare this a buffalo yes
2: oh okay
0: a buffle yes but not for me necessarily and I might choose many more things before <laughs> I choose this but I am not shutting the door on you with a buffle no
2: a buffle maybe wait what what
0: talking takeouts next
2: yeah I messed this up oh
0: Becky has let
2: us know if, let's us, let us know how you like this let experimental us, let us know. format <laughs> let us let us, let us, let call, us know. call it let us know
0: Now, how do you transition to talk and take out, huh? <laughs> hey, I'm here to take you. Get in, loser. We're going to talk and take out.
3: Takey. Come on, let's go.
2: Takey now. Here we go.
3: <laughs> buckle up.
0: Are, are you going to buckle up?
3: Change the station.
2: How's it? How you been, guys? I've been great, Takey. How have you been? Oh, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> yeah, wild as well, almost as wild as this ride. Where, where have you been? We've missed you. Listeners have been asking about your your whereabouts. Really, you have listeners. Does that happen since I, since I died? <laughs> what? What? Tell me, tell me more, Takey. Let's talk about you. Oh, we're here. Get out, losers. You got an episode to record. Takey's gotten a real attitude since we last talked. I gotta go. Whoa. He barely let me get out of the door. That was a terrifying ride. Takey wow. is a... Horrible wow. driver. We should not get in a car with him again. I'm,
0: I'm amazed that he can drive at all. Yeah, he's a menu with legs and arms. Yeah,
2: how can he see over the steering wheel? He had a little seat. Yeah, a little booster.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't attached to anything. It was a
2: restaurant booster. Yeah, yeah. It's just you stole a restaurant little booster. Square brown booster. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's probably it's not for him, I
2: guess. DOT approved. So we Whew. teased this. Outing, yeah. In last week's episode, yeah, the mystery establishment we went to in yeah. Avondale Estates was my parents' basement. Whoa! Your parents have a basement? It was not my parents' basement. It was a bar called My Parents' Basement. It is a comic book bar with pinball and lots of vintage video game consoles, and they have a nice big patio.
0: I think it's just cabinets. They don't have like consoles.
2: Oh yeah, cabinets. You're yeah. right. You're right. And they have a a um. Their menu includes a whole vegan menu mm-hmm. of vegan bar food. And bar space food. Bar food. You just
0: said it so closely it sounded like it was barf food.
2: Oh yeah, bar food. I didn't
0: want somebody to get confused and think that we were saying that they served barf food.
2: Yeah, no, they don't. No. No.
0: No place does. No. That's not a thing that restaurants do. Doesn't exist. No, they serve if they serve something sounding like that, what you're probably hearing is bar food.
2: That's a talk and takeout tip.
0: Yeah. Triple T's. Yeah.
2: That's what we call it. That's
0: a triple T from, from Becky. <laughs>
2: it, was a, it was your triple T, Dave. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we went down there. We brought the kid. Our neighbors came and met up with us. They brought their kid. Video games were played. Comic books were looked at. And food was ordered.
0: Yeah. I played some, played some Ghostbusters pinball. Played some Star Wars pinball. Played some Mandalorian pinball.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think those were my big three that I played.
2: I got caught up talking with our neighbor Kristen, and I never went and played a single video you know, game. Doc's our neighbor? I was kind of bummed. Yeah, I did it. Ooh, I doxed her. Kristen, wow. if you're listening, it was really fun to chat with you. Wow. I'd do it again, yeah. even if That's it meant not idea. playing pinball. E- I would miss again. on. I would miss out on pinball This to, to chit chat. Wow. Yeah, it was worth it. It was fun. So we were very excited about this vegan menu. And we ordered a bunch of food.
0: The tots are Tetris-shaped.
2: They sure are. I played a little tot Tetris. I won, everybody. Totres. Everybody wins when tot- you're playing tetris. Tatris. And um, I ordered the vegan Reuben. They don't yeah. offer a non-vegan Reuben, and the guy who took my order... I didn't look at the non-vegan menu because why would I? So what, I said, oh, I'll get the Reuben. And I said, oh, the vegan Reuben. And he was like, oh, we don't even have a, non, a non-vegan one. And non-vegans get mad at us for that. And then the vegans get mad because they think it's a meat one when they receive it. But it's not. We don't have a non-vegan one. Wow. He said, it's so good that that, not, that vegans think it's meat. And so I was really excited about this Reuben. What did you order?
0: I ordered the Euro.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's you, right. You were going to order something else, something different. And they hmm. were out of it chicken salad
0: oh yeah there was a chicken salad that i was gonna order
2: it sounded really good yeah but they were out of the chicken they
0: were out of that Mm -hmm. so then i ordered the euro the euro had seitan strips in it Mm -hmm. and you know the tzatziki and all the all the stuff you'd expect in a euro
2: yeah how was it and it came in a pillowy pita wrap right
0: um yeah came in a little pita wrap and the pita wrap was wrapped in foil just like a euro you know yeah so I got that and I got some fries. I enjoyed it. I liked having, it was my first meal of the day and I liked having a little bit of leafy green in there and the cucumbers were nice. I felt like the seitan was a little bit greasy for me for that early, but it didn't really work against it or anything. It was just a, a greasy dish and we're eating brunch at a bar and that's, that comes to the territory, you yeah. know? So I think I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was flavorful. And the, the option, having that as an option was really cool. Yeah. You know?
2: I've had that gyro before. And um, it is, that would be a lot first thing. But it's very good. I've had I, it. I for, ate the whole thing. I've had it for lunch before. And it's good for a lunch. If yeah. you know, you've had some of your day happen already. Yeah. We hadn't.
0: It was a lot, but I ate it.
2: Yeah, you did eat
0: it. I ate all of it.
2: Did you eat the fries? All the fries? I ate
0: all the fries. I ate the whole thing.
2: I could not finish my food.
0: Well, those tartresses were pretty big.
2: And very, very greasy. It was like, very like crunchy greasy.
0: I feel like that's a texture that I have an increasingly difficult time with. And this is not uh, necessarily an indictment on my parents' basement. It's an indictment on that method of frying food Mm -hmm. that everybody does, you know. They do a pretty light version of it compared to like other bars or like disney or <laughs> uh you know we're, we're going to the renaissance festival on an upcoming weekend and the stuff there is very very heavily fried you know but i feel like i'm more i'm more specifically reactive to that mm-hmm. from a tummy ache perspective the older <laughs> that i get your tum tum yeah or my tum tum
2: yeah, so these tots. Also, there were just so many of them. I tried. I also couldn't finish the euro. The euro. The uh, Reuben. Yeah. So this was. So it's been a long time since I've had like a Reuben. Reuben, but I love like the elements of a Reuben, like something, like toothsome and proteiny, something creamy, and then
0: something borrowed,
2: and then kraut, <laughs> something borrowed, <laughs> on uh, on rye bread. Uh huh. Or pumpernickel or swirl.
0: Wait, can it be both? What do you mean? The bread that a Reuben can be on different types of bread?
2: I think it's supposed to be rye, but I also like it on pumpernickel. Or there's a pumpernickel rye swirl that Candler Park Market used to have that was great.
0: I'll tell you what. What? This might put me on a list, but I think all of those breads can (gasps) GTFO. I don't like rye bread. I don't like pumpernickel bread. If they mix together in a swirl, I'd probably like it less than either of them.
2: And so rye and pumpernickel are two rare breads that I do like. I feel like they have a really unique flavor and I enjoy them.
0: I remember being a kid and getting the bread basket at like Ruby Tuesdays or something. Oh, yeah. And it would be like the rye bread.
2: And, and it would it have would pumpernickel. Be, I would. Yeah. I would, and it would be like, like, what are you doing? I would go for pumpernickel first. Oh, oh my gosh. So oh. good. I love a dark bread.
0: Not me. Not this guy. I seek the light. Yeah. In all all endeavors. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I also, the meat in this was really good. And I thought the cheese had a kind of a weird tartness to it that I think, you know, I'm I'm sure they just used some kind of pre made slices, mm-hmm. but I didn't care for the cheese that much. It was just very rich and so early I couldn't really finish it. It was good. I did think it's the texture was meaty, but it was just it was not the right thing to order first thing in the morning. It was a lot. Mm. I would like to try it again in a dinner setting. Although oh, so the point I was making is I would often go to Candler Park Market and like mock up a Reuben. They don't mm-hmm. have vegan cheese there, so I would get or vegan meat. They have impossible burgers, but that's mm-hmm. not right for a Reuben. So I would get their tofu and I would get it with avocado and sauerkraut
3: mm-hmm.
2: and sriracha mayo on rye. That was like my quote unquote vegan Reuben. I felt like it hit the notes mm-hmm. as close as you could from there. Anyway, it turns out what I like is that now. I don't know that I like a Reuben that much anymore. Whoa. But I, I like the idea of a Reuben. Yeah. I'm open to eating more Reubens. Yeah. But I was still glad to have this. I just couldn't finish it. It was so rich and like greasy. And they like grill it. It's just a lot. Hmm. Yeah. So that was my Reuben experience. I've had that Euro though. And I think you made the the good move. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that early in the day some veggies would have been nice.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah. I would do it again. I would go back. I would like to go back. Oh, and we also got, they have a um, strawberry lemonade. Mm -hmm. Or no. They have a pink lemonade, yeah. and they you you can get it half lemonade, half Sprite.
0: What a treat. What a treat what that is. What a fizzy is. treat.
2: Yeah, the kid and I split one because they're humongous, yeah. and it was good. That's sweet. It was.
0: So, yeah, nice job. Nice job, my parents' basement.
2: Yeah, we appreciate your big vegan menu, and I can't wait. I want to get that chicken salad, too. That sounded really good.
0: Welcome back, Takey.
2: Welcome back, Takey. We missed you so much. I mean, he so took much. off
0: pretty quickly in okay. one specific direction, so it's pretty likely we're never going to see him again. Like, he like seemed to, to have a plan.
2: I'd like to speak to him. He seemed a little troubled. He was a little bit. He had a bit of an attitude. I feel like something's going on with Takey. I would like to explore, learn more I about mean, what's co- what's happened to him.
0: One can only speculate. Yeah. Only Takey could say for sure, but it seems like he was dead and now he's not, and that's got to be hard. You know, or he's undead, which has got to be hard. He seemed pretty eloquent for somebody who's undead.
2: Yeah, I think he's just been through it.
0: I don't know. He'd have to. He'd have to speak to that. But whatever it is, it feels like a lot.
2: Hey, Dave. What? Do you want to have a snack? Yeah. <laughs> I picked these up at Target a while back and there hasn't been a good time to try them, but today's the day. Because I've been looking at these. They've been sitting in my office going, Eat us! And I was like, You're for the pod. Shut up. I can't eat you. Mm. But now I can. So these are organic Ocho coconut minis. They are certified vegan. It says right on the bottom. I was going to say accidentally vegan. They're not. They do use shared equipment though. So if you have allergies, watch out, but they are, um, but if you're vegan, they're vegan. Mm. So these are like mounds, I think, basically. That's oh,
0: a tall, tall claim.
2: They seem like chocolate coconut, right? Dark yeah. chocolate filled with coconut.
0: They look like the packaging makes them look like they're trick medicine. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. So they're like
0: it's like a dietary like a like a constipation supplement or something. It like does that. look like
2: a supplement. It's like the font. So they're like individually wrapped little two bite squares.
0: Yeah, I'll stay out of tubing gym with that.
2: Mm hmm.
0: You're fucking great.
3: Mm. Oh
2: that's my perfect. gosh, that's perfect. There's so much more chocolate inside than the package makes you think. Look at my, has mm-hmm. a fatty fat bottom. Did yours have that?
0: Well, I've gotten a lot of comments on that in the past.
2: Ah, <laughs> mm. oh, these are really good.
0: Really good. Super good.
2: I got these at Target.
0: Wow. Mm. They put it in its own bag? Mm-hmm. Cool.
2: I think I put them in my purse. You stole them? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> mm That's a hit. Mm-hmm. That's a hit. That's a hit for sure.
2: I need to photograph them before we eat one. Give
0: me one more. Just give me one more. You can't do that.
2: Okay. Go to Target and get some more of these. You go to Target. I want one more, but I should have lunch first.
0: Yeah, you should. Mm. A plus.
2: These are sweet coconut. The chocolate is dark, but it's not like super bitter. It's still sweet. Oh, they're great. So there's some stuff about this I wanted to talk about. Uh Uh-oh. No, no, no. So they're organic. They label which ingredients in them are organic with an asterisk. And the only non-asterisk ingredient that I can see in the list is water. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that water, conventional, everybody. But also it's made with like, I think it's 70% fair trade ingredients. The chocolate is fair trade. So um, that means it wasn't picked by child slaves. So that's really great. So uh, maybe that's why these are so delicious, because you're not also buying something that's kind of medium evil. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, though, was the packaging. Do you feel like there's more packaging involved in this than in a Mounds bar? Or like another yeah. like candy bar? Because it's too... There's more. It's a lot of plastic. That's my the only drawback I thought with these was it's a lot of packaging. Yeah. But God, they're really delicious. And I'm not going to eat another one right now. I'll eat another one later.
0: This might be the same amount of chocolate as like a snack size almond joint, which presumably there's a mounds version of that as well.
2: Yeah. So probably about flatter
0: the flatter and wider. Probably the same if you squished it together in a ball.
2: Yeah. Cause these are taller, mm-hmm. but shorter. Yeah. I think you're probably They're right. They are taller and shorter. So packaging wise, it's probably about the same. I think they make non-mini versions of these. Mm. So maybe we should look for those.
0: Yeah. Give me that maxi.
2: Give me that maxi. I'm not going to, I'm not 100% sure, but I was doing the the blog post is about these. So I did some mm. research and mm. I think there's minis and regulars. And maxis. And maxis. Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Good poll.
2: Yeah? Yay. Dave, we did it.
0: Just the transition. Yeah,
2: how'd I do? <laughs> Great. Thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading your five star reviews, and we will read them on the pod. You can also follow us at Talk Tofu on Twitter. We're Talking Tofu Pod on Instagram, and I am Glue and Glitter on all social media. And You can find my recipes, including that, buffalo almond dip at glueandglitter.com.
0: I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Line Leader was taken on TikTok. I'm going to start doing TikTok videos. Are you? One day.
2: And we'd love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion for a food we should try, thoughts about an episode, just want to say hello... Write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com or you can direct messages on Twitter or Instagram and I will respond to you and read it on the pod. talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Goodbye. So just to be official, that's a thumbs up from me and from Dave. Yeah. Put that on the wiki.